Oh, what's up? This is another episode of the Two Original Podcast. We want to welcome you. Uh, you tuned in right now with your main man, Chevron Hard, my co-host. Yako Pico. You tuned in to the Music Exchange Radio Network, Instagram Live, wherever you're catching the replay on YouTube. We appreciate you. You heard me? Thanks. But uh, first and foremost, we want to shout out to all our sponsors, 3C Clothing Company, 3CW, Lucid World, Grind Ain't No Game, C-Sound Studios, Lucid World Clothing, New Level Studios, We Can't Forget Ridiculous Media, mm-hmm. and uh, who else I'm forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. I should have had this shit. Girl now. it up. Girl it up? Mm-hmm. All right, girl it up. We don't want to forget nobody, for sure, for sure. Uh, shout out to my dog, too, FNM Shooter. Of course, Stacker Stall. You know, they keep me laced, you heard me. So, uh, y'all just tap in with one of them. Well, what you been up to this weekend, my bro? I just been chilling, man. Chilling with the children this weekend. I ain't really do too much. You know what I'm saying? What you been up to this? Oh, I went to the studio yesterday with uh with my boy King Quan over there in the East. I had studio, you know what I'm saying? So we laid some stuff down. Just been trying to keep filming everything. So when I put this documentary out, that bitch will be cold. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, yeah. word. You been up to those you shit man same old same old grinding trying to stay safe stay out the way uh psh, doing some reconstruction of our house you heard me that shit mm-hmm. getting on a nigga nerves that's what i'm doing too bro that shit is aggravating bro more power to you that you're doing the work yourself it's a it's a it's a pain in the ass either way whether you're paying for it and ain't doing the work or you're doing the work yourself so mm-hmm. If you're not paying for it, they're going to find another problem. <laughs> <laughs> if you're paying for it, they're going to find another problem. When you, so. when, you, when you're doing it yourself, you're, you know how that go. It's all good, you know though, go. bro. It's all good. <laughs> how, how the kids doing, though? How they doing? They're doing pretty good. They back at home, you know what I'm saying, because of quarantine again. The school back under quarantine. So they're going to be quarantined to December 3rd, something like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's back on the virtual school. Well, you got to go get the computers and shit tomorrow and... It's back to the back to that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I thought they was opening back up the 3.2, and they signed it. Well, they ain't signing this shutting schools down. I mean, cause they shutting them down. But I mean, so what? What's the deal? What are we doing with this? Man, we come. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. So we got to see what's up with Tidy. But for my knowledge, most of these schools shouldn't even been back open. You feel what I'm saying? Cause some of these children still sick and going out there, and they they infesting the whole school. For real. school. For real. I mean, a lot of things should be should be closed. You know, I mean, education is essential, but it's it's ways you could get education without entering into a school building. So I don't I, I that's a good move that they closing schools. But they needed uh, it, bro. Man, man, man. So so how so how you gonna adjust to it to to back to homeschool? <coughs> um, that's their mama, dog. I'm gonna sit them by their mama and sit them in front of the computer by their mama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta go back and finish doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna pop in and pop out when they need me. Uh, you know, feed them and shit like that. But on the whole time for school, I ain't gonna be there, dog. That virtual shit, I don't like none of that. But it's better for them, though. You feel what I'm saying? So right, right. I gotta just work with it. Yeah, it's better for them because they ain't in the elements of they ain't. They ain't in harm's way mm-hmm. but you know i mean i understand the social standpoint they taking for saying kids should be in the classroom but 
Nah, that's some bullshit. I mean, the economy, you can make, you can spend money on the internet. You don't have to go to the store. You know what I'm saying? They're doing a lot of shit now. You could order up Walmart and they'll drop the shit off at your door, you know, on some contactless shit. So, we ain't, don't be crazy, y'all. Just stay safe, wear y'all masks, you know, and try to limit y'all, you know, where y'all going and how y'all moving and be safe out there. Facts, facts. Uh, what you think, what you did this weekend besides working on the house? Oh, Another thing on being safe, tripped out over all these motherfuckers getting shot up. Oh man, these it's consistent, huh? Every, every rapper getting shot. Every rapper. It's like that's what comes along with being a rapper now. Shit, I don't want to be a part of that. For Fuck real, no, nigga. Say uh, you no. must in order to be a successful rapper. It used to be, it used to be going to jail. Now it's getting shot. That's some fucked up shit. Right. Now you got to go to jail and get shot. And man. you got to wind up killing a nigga and talking Killing about a nigga, it. yeah. Oh, man. They doing too much right they now. They doing too much, bro. They, that, that's why I fell back from that shit because they, they, they dry snitching. Oh, man. All type of shit. And they excited about it. Just for some fire. Some niggas just flat out ratting and excited about it. Like, that's just... Some people culture, you know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. uh, man, that shit crazy, bro. Rest in peace, uh, King Von and Mo Three. Get well, um, Benny Butcher and uh, Boosie Badass, man. That shit crazy, bro. Oh, you did you missing one? Ooh. This one gonna fuck your head up. The dentist. Oh, I heard the dentist got shot up. The dentist rapper. Yeah, bro. Check that one out. Check that one out out there in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. man, they going crazy. They going crazy. They Look going it. crazy. You seen the Versus thing? The Gucci and Jesus? No, I ain't checked that one out. Yeah, boy. That's going to be the one. That's going to be the one? Yes, indeed, because you know they was beefing back in the G. You know you what think, I'm saying? That's going to be you the think, one. You think they going to make it in the room together? Nah, they shouldn't. If they do, it's going to be a problem. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but they both, they both, they both, you know, they both mature and grown and rich now. So, you know, they might have, you know, different feelings. You know what I'm saying? Oh, though, you know, with blood gets spilled, shit be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know. I, I pray, I pray for the best. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, word. And they said uh, T.I. supposed to be battling the way. You see that? No, I ain't see that, man. Yeah, T. I, I see T.I. So tripping. T.I. begging for an L, huh? Man, T.I. big and fuck. Smoke, period. All type of wigs. And I liked him, too. That Trouble Man album was a fire. That's my favorite album by him, for real. Son, that bitch a classic. I like Tip, too. I mean, and I'm all for... Oh, Paper Trail was classic, too. and maturity. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget where I came from. And with that being said, sometimes I just either won't say something or I'm going to watch what I say when I say it. Because even if I'm out, I was once there. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But uh, we ain't going to keep talking about that shit. But, uh, <coughs> without further ado, we going to bring up our guest, DJ Legatron Prime. Mm-hmm. Step up to your seat so you can come kick it with us. Facts, facts. Hello, how you doing, baby? Hey. How you doing? What's up? How you doing? Chilling, chilling. So why don't you introduce... Yourself to everybody out there. Tell them who you are. I'm DJ Legatron Prime. Um, 
local DJ, creative, mama, fashion, wardrobe, person, <laughs> black woman from a southern war. You know, that's me. So, first and foremost, how did you get into DJing? Uh, I was exposed to turntables when I was at Southern um, fall 2012. Mm-hmm. One of my homeboys had turntables in his apartment or whatever, and I just was like, let me see. Like, show me a little bit, little one-two. Um, and he did, and after that, it kind of, like, clicked that I wanted to DJ. Um, music always been, like, a part of my life, but I never knew what exactly to do in music. Or I can't rap, can't sing, you know. All those things. So, thinking that I wanted to be a DJ, that was something like definitely a ball went off. So, is your friend the one who influenced you, or, or do you look up to, or as time passed, you researched or looked into other DJs that you would say influenced you? Um, as time passed, I didn't really have like you know we had like Jazzy Jeff and Manny Fresh, but I didn't really have anybody as far as, like, a woman, mm-hmm. except for Spinderella, that was it. So, you know, growing up, you had, like, Jazzy Jeff and DJ Premier and all of these older DJs, but none, like, really younger or no women. So once I got really into music, for real, for real, um, as far as, like, exploring other avenues and other sounds and other people in different regions, that's when I started to kind of cultivate, like, my favorites of DJs that I kind of, like, look up to. Or just that they inspire me, the way that they move and what they stand for, that type of thing. And who are some of those DJs? Um, well, of course, Manny Fresh, um, Vashti, uh, Questlove is a really great DJ, um, Soul Sister, Bombshell Boogie, those are kind of like my kind of like go to for like inspiration. That's a that's a nice mm-hmm. list. That's a nice list. A lot of a lot of the youngsters probably don't even know some of them people on yeah. that list. You know. Yeah. What made you wanna uh take DJing as a career? It was just something I wanted to do. And I ain't wanna work for nobody no more. Mm-hmm. I like it was cool what I was doing. I was working in retail or whatever. Like that was cool because that was what I got my degree in, but I want to do things on my terms. So DJing was basically me doing things on my terms, how I want to do it, the way I want to do it, whatever. You know, it was all about me just being on my own two feet and really being serious about it because it's something that I'm passionate about. Facts, facts. So uh, do you remember your first your first gig? My first gig was at Black Star Cafe um, cross the river for this event called Bars, which is bringing acapella rhymes. Um, and that was real interesting because that was my first time out of like my apartment, like from my dorm room or whatever, actually being like in front of people, DJing, like for real. And even though it was like real, real low key, like it was kind of like a big deal because I'm like, I can't hide behind SoundCloud no more, you know. If I mm-hmm. fuck up, if I fuck up a mix, then I fuck up a mix, you know. Can't stop and go back and do it over again. Um, so it kind of it taught me character, like building a tough skin and not, you know, being so much in control of everything because things happen for a reason. And definitely, it pushed me to do better and be more prepared and 
you know, being more professional and knowing what an XLR is and what a quarter inch is and all this other stuff, like knowing the ins and outs. Facts. For the people who don't know, what is an XLR? <laughs> XLR is a long cord. You can use it for a mic. Um, it's for sound, input, and output. Mm-hmm. So depending on what you use, um, mixer, controller, whatever, some of them come with two XLRs in the back. That's how you run your sound. Facts. facts. Or a mic. Facts. So uh, how long have you been DJing total? Uh, five years in total. Almost four years. Well, almost four years professionally, like full time. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. And you have any spots that you actually DJ at? Got a little spot to hold on? Um, Dragons Den every Saturday. I've been at the Dragons Den for three years. I have my own night called Prime Time. I remember hearing that. Yeah, I've been uh, um three years this last October, May three. So I've been in, I'm at the Dragons Den. I've been at Revolution. I've been at Ace. Um, the Saint. I've been at Lot Seventeen Hundred One. I've did parties for Solange and St. Heron, Essence Fest, all kind of stuff. (laughs) I've been been around. I didn't been a lot of places. Facts, facts. So at the Dragon's Den, is it still uh, what they used to have? It's been a while since. It's been a long time since I've been. They got, what, the two, three floors still? Yeah, two um, Two. two floors. On Saturdays, it's two floors. I'm upstairs, and there's a rotating DJ downstairs, usually. So upstairs, still the place to be at. Yeah. 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 And at first, I started downstairs, and then I was like, I want to go upstairs now. I don't feel like being downstairs. So it's both different, different like vibes being downstairs and upstairs. So tell us, tell us about uh, DJing for Solange. How you know how was that? That was it was, it was interesting. It was fun. She really, she's really like laid back, but she's very particular on things. And during the party, it was for Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreaks. I think it made like nine years old. Some some odd number, you know. And so my instructions were to play the album front to back. And then, well, that was after, like, before I can play anything Kanye, and then it switched, well, don't play everything Kanye. Play things produced by Kanye. Then it changed back to, okay, well, everything Kanye, don't matter. Then when the event started to go and people were there, it was, you know, basically us enjoying the album in full. And then they had um, installations video installations up around the warehouse and it was like in a warehouse in november it's probably around this time it was around by you classic i, I yeah. just i just asked because I, I know somebody uh who had the opportunity to meet uh her husband uh-huh. at, you know and uh you know and he said the same thing about him like you know he was pretty cool so yeah you they, know, i just thought i asked they were like low-key they be in the cut like it was pretty cool it was like she's super nice so yeah <coughs> So uh, back at the Dragons, then what made you get your own night over there? Um, at first, I was doing a weekly, not a weekly, a monthly Wednesday spot mm-hmm. um, there with my homeboy L. Shout out on point L. Um, and he was doing groove therapy, so I was one of the rotating DJs that was there. And he started to kind of push for me to have my own night. Just kind of put the bug in the owner's ear and whoever was doing booking, put it in their ear. 
Um, so they decided that they were going to give me, like, one Saturday, like, kind of like a tryout. Let's see how you do. Because they were really like, mm, we don't know. She ain't really, like, DJ Nova before. Like, you know, I was still, like, kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. So I that was, like, my first residency, really and truly. And once I had, like, one or two successful Saturdays, they were like, okay, well, we're just going to book you out for the rest of the, the year. We just keep going. And, you know, it's been every Saturday ever since. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. So tell me about uh, <coughs> DJing at Essence Fest. Um, what what year was did you? DJ? It was eighteen and nineteen. Eighteen and nineteen. Uh-huh. And, and you was like in one of the super lounges. Or I was in a convention center. In the convention center. Yeah, and that was it. Was interesting. The first year I was with my Black is Beautiful, and basically that's like a full time weekend job. Like you got to be there when the place open, when it closed, like work eight, nine hours, have an hour lunch, um, three days. And that was the first time it was really, it was a lot because I've never DJed that long. So it was, I was kind of stressing. I was tired and I still had my other gigs outside of that. But I got to meet like Queen Latifah and the mayor of Atlanta, um, Keisha Bottoms, and a whole bunch of like dope women that weekend. In 2019, I was on the main stage of the beauty carnival, which they made a big old carnival where you get like your free products. They have your beauty stuff, hair, makeup, all that stuff. Um, I was on the outside on the main stage where we did like the interviews. So we had a lot of um, beauty gurus, fashion people that came by the interviews and they did tutorials on people hair and like fashion shows and stuff. And I got to DJ out there. That's what's up. Yeah. <coughs> So, um, would you say that was your uh, biggest event so far? Hmm. Would I say it was my biggest event? Mm. In retrospect, yeah. It was, because um, Essence is a big opportunity. Mm, great opportunity. You have people coming in from everywhere. It, it don't matter. Like, in, in town, out of state, out the country, people coming to New Orleans. So it was a great opportunity for me to showcase myself and me being a DJ so I can be able to connect with people outside the city, you know, and get them connects elsewhere, you know, East Coast, West Coast, North, South, wherever, you know. Correct. Correct. So you say you was you say you was a local DJ, but have you uh DJ outside of the state? Mm-hmm. I've been to Atlanta um, twice, one for A3C, and the second time was for we did a beat battle, I think, out there. A produce, we had, we, yeah, we did a producer battle in Atlanta, um, Alabama for an artist showcase, Austin for South by Southwest in Austin. I actually got to do a prime time in Austin, Texas. That's dope. Um, so Austin, I feel like I'm missing somewhere. I think, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta, Alabama, Austin, yeah. That's where I've been in Baton Rouge, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So, so how you say you was a mom, how Mm. many kids you have? One. One? Yes. Son, daughter? Daughter. Uh, How old is she? She's going to be five next week. She's been through the whole journey. Yeah. So, so you're teaching her how (laughs) to uh, DJ already? Is she... Oh, she not interested yet. Oh, she interested in everything. Anything that I'm doing, she she write the, mommy, what you doing? I want, can I help? I want to do it. So 
if I leave her around like my turntables for too long, she gonna start messing with something. So I just let her kind of do her thing on, and if she have questions, she'll ask, and I'll try to show her things and break it down as simple as I can to her, and you know, just let her rock out. Sometimes she get it, sometimes she don't, but she have fun. That's dope. She have fun with it. So how how does being a mom plays into your DJing? Because I mean, seem like that's just like a rapper, you know, long hours. Yeah. And being working at night, uh, mm-hmm. overnight. Mhm. Uh, I have support. I have you know her daddy when I when I gotta work her daddy to to you know be with her you know take care of her while I'm working and that's how we we rock. If he can't have it then. She got her her aunties, her uncles, you know. So we have we have people around that I can be like, yo, I gotta work, you know. Let me mm-hmm. drop off, or you know, she already taken care of, yeah. But it it get hard sometimes because when I used to DJ at the Saint, it would be like from eleven thirty to six a.m. Mm. on a Friday night. So I'm getting home Saturday morning at like seven, like lit. <laughs> gotta sleep off the alcohol. She up by like yeah, twelve. Be crazy. And then she waking me up like, all right, mommy, it's time to get up. So like I don't get no sleep, but she up, I gotta be up, so I'ma shake back the best way I can facts. and you know, get to doing what she need to do. Facts, facts. Um you mentioned wardrobe. What got you in the wardrobe? Um I graduated with my degree in fashion merchandising and textiles. So that's always been kind of like something that I've done. Even Mm -hmm. before school, I was into like clothes and thrifting and like I really love like vintage clothes, Um, old ass clothes, that's what (laughs) I call it. But I really like that and I like the creativity behind it and I like being able to have that creativity within like my wardrobe and like my appearance. That's something that, you know, I like doing is creating something, creating a little look. Mm-hmm. So I got into wardrobe. Um, I've done, like, styling work and set work for films and music videos and commercials in the wardrobe department. And that's pretty, it's pretty easy. It's hard, but it's easy at the same time. But I got into it just because I like clothes. And that's what was at my school. And, you know, I switched my major from pre-vet medicine to fashion merchandising and I've been playing in clothes ever since. What's uh what's difficult about working with people with clothes? Well, because when you go into like film mm-hmm. and print, they things need to look a certain way, things gotta fit a certain way. And in this day and age we're dealing with COVID. So now we have like style like the main stylist working remotely so they will send us like their what what we need to look for what the inspiration what you know the styles that they're looking for who is it for sizing and all that and we have to find it if they don't send it Mm -hmm. so it's hard because if things don't work out the way that to their liking or to the client's liking then we have to figure things out on the fly and sometimes it's it's a little difficult doing that and working on set is like you have to have it now. Absolutely. You, yeah, because you on you on schedule, so you have to have things like prep ready to go, looks approved, everything stitching, tailoring, everything have to be 
have to be together. So it can get stressful, <clears throat> but it's really fun to see everything come to life. That's dope. That's dope. <clears throat> so you said um, you say it's easy, but it's hard working in wardrobe. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I mean, I would just think that the the hardest thing would be to get into, I guess, styling somebody. Or what? What is the hard part about working with wardrobe? Oh, it's just that it's stressful. It's stressful. Set work in general is stressful. Um, I worked in. I worked on a film last year before COVID, and I was the wardrobe production assistant, which meant I handled everything, every little thing. We had like, like thousands of dollars of clothes coming in weekly, almost like daily. And I have to archive everything. I have to know where everything is. Have to make sure everything is like prepped. I gotta bring it to set sometimes. Like I gotta make sure it's ready to go. Is and it's stressful. Yeah, you stress me out. I'm oh, yeah. I thought it just you good all the set. They got the clothes the there. And you, all kinds yeah, of but, stress but the, right the thing, but the thing is, sometimes things change. Mm-hmm. And being at the level that I was during the film, like if something happened in wardrobe, even if it wasn't my fault, they gonna blame it on me. I'm the easiest person. Like, I'm the assistant, so this supposed to be going right. That's um, Jackson, you know, like... <laughs> blamed it on wardrobe. Look, like, exactly. It's e- it, w- it was easy to blame stuff on me, mm-hmm. but it was cool. I learned I learned a lot of things that helped me when I started doing commercials and photo shoots, because that's easy. Film film is, is hard, but the commercials and photo shoots and video shoots, that's pretty... It's pretty easy to keep up with. Know what keep playing in my head when you say a producer bad on? Mm-hmm. You make beats. I'm starting to make beats. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm starting to make beats. Uh, about five months ago, I bought um, a machine. I have the machine um, three, mm-hmm. and so I've been kind of playing around with that. And I got Fruity Loop, so I've been playing around with that and Fruity Loops and just kind of getting myself acclimated to it. I didn't, I'm not going as hard on it as I did DJing because I got other stuff going on, but now like I'm trying to really like sit down and like really go through the motions, figure out things, get my sounds, get my kits and stuff like that and educate myself just so I can be able to make, I guess, my version of my perfect beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope, though. What yeah. made you get interested in, in beat making? Everybody asks me when I'm going to make beats. Like, that's a, everybody asks me, so when you going to make beats? When you going to start making beats? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm still, like, trying to get this DJ and shit down. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, so everybody's like, well, yeah, you should you should think about making beats. You should think about making beats. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll I'll try. You know, it don't hurt to try. So mm-hmm. now you try. Do you you like it? You think it's something that you'll develop a passion for? Or you just yeah, because it's I'm I'm a very creative person. So any any means that I have to create, whether it's music, visuals, or anything like that, then you know I'm. All for it. I'll teach. I'll teach myself anything that I need to know about anything that I want to do. So me making beats and especially me like 
purchasing the things that I need to make beats and definitely flowing in that money to fund that. Uh, that was really important that I be serious about it. And, you know, it's com- it's coming along. I'm giving myself grace and time and not trying to stress myself out about being perfect. That's a great answer. Yeah. That was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you doing a little modeling too? Yeah. I've modeled since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. Um, runway, been doing runway since 16. F- photos since like 18. So, that's kind of like, it's like a passion project for me. I don't think that, at this point, not because I think I'm way past, like, the age and the weight limit to try to be going to New York and doing Fashion Week and all that other stuff, but it's just something that I like to do, you know, like, I, people be like, oh, I want to take pictures of you. Cool. I like pictures. I got all this clothes in my closet, put together a little look, boom, like, I'm not wasting clothes. We got pictures and content, whatever you need. So, yeah, I've done modeling and runway and all the other good stuff. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So what? <coughs> so what is it that you you do with uh videos? You just style the artists for videos, or you starting to shoot videos? Um, I style. Style for not. Yeah. Um, I've styled recently. I styled Kevin Gates and Drika for his. I think it's gonna be coming out soon. His next video. I styled them and I assisted on the um on a video shoot and I want to get into like directing because I'm into storylines. I write a lot. Um, so I want to get into like directing and eventually set design as well. Those are like two things I want to get into shooting them. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't that nice with the camera, but you know, I can definitely direct it. Uh, I was working with uh, Gates and Drake. It was fun. I loved them. I was, that was my first, like, real, like, major artist, like, working with that I'm, like, hands-on with. Mm-hmm. So, it was really good. Like, me and me and Kevin, we jokes the whole time, you know, and me and Drake is really, really sweet. So, you know, we was cool. She was, you know, we would talk or whatever. Um, so they were a really nice couple. They were really good too. They were easy to work with mm-hmm. because they didn't really give me any problems. Of course, like Gates being Baton Rouge dude, you know, we gonna go back and forth. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a little jokes or whatever, but it was all love at the end of the day. They were really nice and you know, we we kept in touch and they cool people. Facts, facts. So uh Right now, you're watching two. You're wa- you're on two original podcasts on the Music Exchange Network. You already know what it is, your boy Yako Pico training my main man. Sammy Arnold. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You say you do a lot of writing. Huh? Mm-hmm. What type of writing you be doing? Um, like journalism. Like I used to write fashion columns, and I did like blogging and those type of things. So I'm like really into writing and curating storylines and things like that. So that's that's kind of what I do like on the back end when I need to like release my release my mind, like I write. I try to like write things out and stuff like that. So right. 
You do a lot. So I do a lot. I'm going to ask you this. Do you have, you have a manager? No. <laughs> I, I have a manager. I have... I have a manager. I just can't pay him yet. And he know that he my manager. You know I can't pay him yet. So we have this understanding that he's still my manager. You know, that he, he kind of, like, get things going for me. Like, on the lowest of keys, because, you know, I'm trying to pay him, so I don't want him to be doing buku footwork for me if I ain't got the funds for him. Um, but unofficially, I have a manager. Officially, I do not. So a lot of stuff that I be doing, it just be me. Off the cuff, like mm-hmm. just, just doing it. That's dope. That's dope. Making waves. What uh, what's the name of your tape is again? The Paint Tape. Oh, Pink Tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me about that. Like um, five, six songs on there. Is yeah, it's supposed to be six songs. It's five songs because SoundCloud hating on me. Um, <laughs> Everybody. I can't, I can't stand them. Uh, but Pink Tape is a chopping screw tape by me. Um, shout out DJ Screw. Rest in peace, DJ Screw. Yes, um, and Pink Tape is a culmination of a very toxic relationship where a woman's is in a I go from to back to front. So it starts off with basically I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mad, fuck you, like is beef on site type shit and then it goes through the emotions of being angry and then like damn I really like I really miss him should I hit him up should I like call him like that type of thing and then it rounds about to I don't need him I'm a boss up do me move on like like you missing out on right. it so that's what um basically pink tape is about it's uh is is intended to be like something that you send to somebody um, like a playlist you send to your little yeah, like mm-hmm. send send pink tape to whoever hurts you, send that to them. <laughs> Let them know that's how you come in. So <laughs> what made you chop and screw it? Um, I've been doing chopped and screw for years. Um, about five, five, six years. As long as I've been DJing, that was I think that was the first thing that I really learned how to do for real. Is how to like chop and screw before I could mix or anything like that. I learned how to chop a song, and it was you know it's cool like that. It's a vibe, and it's like my vibe. So for Pink Tape, I wanted it to be something for the ladies. Like mm-hmm. dudes can listen to it too or whatever. It's not biased, but it's specifically a feminist type of thing. It's for the girls, um, and just songs that resonate. That sound good, chopped, um, sound good together. That kind of tell the story of what I was, what you know, what I was going through and what I'm trying to exude. That's dope. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, you working on uh, any other music at the moment? Or are you just doing the bees? I mean, cause you spread out all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what your focus is? Right now. Next. Right now slash next. Right now slash next. Well, right now I have my own little uh, show called Wine With Legs. And it's basically, I like to drink wine. Mm -hmm. So I basically buy a random bottle, you know, and review it, like, and record, like, my reactions or whatever. 
Um, so that's what I'm working on now. It's going to be a series that's on YouTube. I already have episode one up now on YouTube. Search Wine With Legs or Legatron Prime to see that. So, yeah, I just basically give, like, an unfiltered, honest take on, like, wine and shit like that. I joke around and be goofy, and then that's it, you know. Get lit on camera, joke, and keep it moving. So I'm working on that, and I'm working on merch for Pink Tape, and I'm working on merch for Legatron Prime, and I'm also working on launching my um, my vintage boutique, Seven Wall Vintage, um, and I'm working on launching that as well. And that's <coughs> that's gonna be an online boutique. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be online and projecting about two three years. I can have me a little storefront. Yeah. That's what's up. That's, that's what's, what's up. up. So uh, tell them uh, tell them where they can find you at. If you know, if they want to work with you or book you, uh, whatever the case may be, you can hit me up <coughs> on Instagram, Legatron Prime on Instagram, Legatron Prime on Twitter, on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Legatron Prime across the board, Legatron Prime at Gmail dot com to book me or to inquire about anything, sponsorships. You want to send me some money for some wine for wine with legs? Let me know. I'll shout you out. Um, but yeah, you can find me on any social media platform under Legatron Prime. Facts, facts. Y'all go check her out Legatron Prime. She gave yeah. you the info, so uh, you know y'all might want to book a you know DJ whatever. Well, she can style you up whatever. So, no, uh, any anything anything you need. If I can't do it for you, then I know somebody who can. Already, already. You say culture plug too. Culture plug. I'm mm-hmm. the culture plug. The culture I know a lot plug. of people. I know a lot of people who do different things. So my thing is about being able to spread the money throughout the community. Mm-hmm. So people hit me up and be like, "Oh, can you DJ a kids party?" Well, I don't particularly DJ kids parties, but I know mm-hmm. three DJs who do, or three four DJs who do. I'm gonna send you their stuff or. Oh, we're looking for a black gynecologist or a dentist or something like that. Well, I know a few people who do things. You know, I'm going to send you the information. You need graphics done. Anything, I pretty much know where to find it within the community. So you spending money with people who look like you. That's what's up. Facts, facts. Appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate, we appreciate you for stopping you. by. Thank you uh, for having be, me. Before before we go, we gonna jump off into this this new music, you know. So you might be able to, you know, let them know what you listening to too. Okay. Um, Eastside Kid, he got Be Patient out right now. Uh, Labiza Three, Cold Summer, that's out right now. Uh, Platinum, he dropped. See, he got something on the way. That's that's gonna drop in about two three days. Devin Taylor, he got changes out now, and he got Don't Say Goodbye dropping this Friday. So y'all be checking that out. Uh, Big Guap, he just dropped six singles. So y'all tune in to Big Guap. Click on this link, you know what I'm saying, and check all this stuff out. OTB Lucci, he just dropped a project called Loading, you know what I'm saying? So y'all be looking out to that. Knitted, Full, and Three, they just dropped something called Nitty four and three, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> little dude, something else. Yeah, that's my little homies, though. Shout out to them boys, you hear me? Uh, Mad Music Cali, he just dropped State Line. Uh, Yaga, he just dropped a tape called Two Real, I mean, Real Life Two. Shout out to my boy, Liger. I mean, Yaga, Two Real Life Two. That's, that's fucking nice, you hear me? Um, <laughs> two Chains, you know, Two Chains Project? Some of it, some of it. Man, so help chains. me God. That's, that's it, bro. Everybody talking about it. I ain't get a chance to listen to it yet. That's why I asked you. you heard I heard some me? of it. You heard some? I haven't heard any of it, and I'm, I need to set out some time, too. Cause that's been I love talk. 2 chains. That's been a talk. I like them, too. Uh, and Kitty Monroe, welcome to Kitty Ranch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's going to be out here. Make, sure, <laughs> make sure you put two E's, please. Make sure you put, make two, sure you put two, two E's. Two E's. Because <laughs> if you put one E, we not responsible for what you find. <laughs> Real talk. As for me, for new music, you already know I got to get to my dog. I'm fucking with King Vaughn. Welcome to Old Block. That's all I've been bumping, you hear me? I ain't hear that yet. I can't I ain't hear it yet, you know, and I'm I down bad. I ain't hating on nobody else, bad. but I'm just, that's what I'm rocking with right now. I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who you been listening to? Um, I've been listening to Don Tolliver, um, Don Tolliver, Baby King, uh, Primo Rice, Larry June. Uh, I've been bumping Dom Kennedy's new project because he yeah, finally he too. finally decided to want rap right for a little minute. <laughs> uh, who else? That's why she got that bottle. I see nothing. <laughs> All the people she named. Mm-hmm. She don't smoke, but she drink. Oh no, I do. I do. I do smoke. I thought. Oh no, I do. I thought you smoke. just drink because you ain't smoke. Oh no, I had lip gloss on. And I know how dudes be feeling about passing, and you got lip gloss. On. I didn't know. It's, <laughs> all, it's all good. Oh, that's mine. Oh, that's what's up. But that's that's a nice listen. That's a nice yeah. listen. People right there. Yeah. That's those people. I those people. A lot of people she named again. They might not know about you know. Mm-hmm. But but y'all need to find them. Yeah. You fuck with them for sure. For sure, for sure. What you got for videos, brother? Uh, Young Forever, he just dropped Purpose. Uh, Lady Delilah, that's, I say that name right? Mm, Lady, Lady Delilah. 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 I, I, don't Del- I don't know her. Dahlia. Lady That's Dahlia. how you say it. I always oh, say it wrong. I always say it wrong. I'm sorry. I always do. My name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she dropped Better Than You. Aquarium uh, Music, she dropped Habits. Uh, G hundred seven, he dropped nine stop. Jazzy Sonola dropped close. Uh, Law Neola dropped marvelous. Uh, Double G two one eighty seven dropped Soldier Slim Flow. Uh, Nutty Piper dropped hat drop hash. I like that little song. Shout out to Nutty. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> nutty, Nutty. Shout out to Nutty. Nutty Piper drop hash. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I always be fucking names up. Uh, Junior Montana, he dropped the realest. Uh, with three more videos on the way, he said he about to drop. So y'all be checking him out. Katie Monroe, she just dropped uh, Had My Way. And Gutter Gutter featuring Lil Wayne, they just dropped NFL. You seen that one? Nah, I ain't seen that one yet. Yeah, they just dropped that one too. Shout out, shout out to Junior Montana and Double G, though, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Them boys doing their thing, making a lot of noise. Shout out to everybody, though. G Hunted, everybody, though. Yeah, but they just, them two just making a whole lot of noise right now. A whole lot. They got they got mm-hmm. their foot on it. Oh, Venture right just now. dropped something too. Oh, that nigga just Venture just too dropped something. When that was today or yesterday? 
One of them did yeah, mention Jim Jones. He dropped Jones something too. every week for sure. Today. Yeah, I think it was. Bruh, no, I, I, I'm going to check you out. I'm going to check you out. But that's what's up. That's what's up, dog. But uh, we want to say thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you for our guest stopping by. Thanks. Thank y'all for having Legatron me. Legatron Prime. A. Uh, shout out to all our sponsors. Shout out to the Music Exchange Radio Network for sure. Mm-hmm. Shout out to 3C Clothing Company, 3CW, Lucy World, Butler Brand 504, Grind Ain't No Game, C-Sound Studios, New Level Studios, Ridiculous Media, Girl It Up, F&M Shooter, F&M Apparel, F&M Shooter, shout out, bro, um, Stack of Stuff, everybody. Ridiculous Media. Ridiculous Media, of course. He not here tonight. Y'all see a prep for my dude and, uh, yeah, y'all tune in next week. We gonna have uh, what that boy D nine hundred D nine hundred D nine hundred. He will be in the building. You heard me next Monday night, same time, same place. But uh, until then, y'all stay safe, and we out. Gone. Peace. OG had told me I go, you to go, you to go, you go. You gave the whole hood hope. Mama said even though you in the fast lane, baby boy, sometimes you gotta take it slow. Cause I've been staying true to my religion, keep a Glock with the extension. And on these beats, I've been venting. My girl said she miss me, cause I've been doing shows from a distance. I pray that she could.